though, and then you want to just build. Yeah, but, and it's like after, you know, after doing it for a while, it's like obviously you can, you, you build up, you know, I bought one of these microphones a long time ago and then I was like, oh, I want to start doing podcasts, like, but I would need a second microphone. So I was just like, I guess just one more wouldn't hurt, you know? Right. Oh, that's how it starts <laughs> and, though. And then it gets, and then it, you know, snowballs and just gets a lot, you know? Now I need four microphones. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> now I need to have a podcast with a round table of like seven people. Anyway. Um, You'll get there. <laughs> Mariana, thank yes. you. Um, is that is that what everyone kind of calls you? But is that how you kind of yes, you that, go by your first name or? It's actually my middle name. Oh, uh, my first name is Kristen. Kristen. Yes. Oh, okay, next one. Um, uh, yes, <laughs> and every other problem that I have, like bank accounts and stuff, that everyone's right, like, "Are right. you really Mariana?" <laughs> but um, yeah, I would say Mariana is like more of my friends' stage mm-hmm. name, mm-hmm. anything like that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So you are a dancer. How long have you been dancing? I have been dancing for, oh my gosh, uh, like 20 years. I started when I was little, little, like Mm -hmm. three years old Um, in studios and cheerleading, just anywhere. My mom, you know, was like, yeah, shake your butt. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a long journey, but it's been so fun. And yeah, I love dancing. It's just my passion. (laughs) I mean, dancing is just like, it's such a freeing thing, obviously. And and when you're a child, it's like, you do it kind of naturally as just like, you know, you kind of goof mm-hmm. off, but then to kind of stick with it and develop it. I mean, it was very similar on my side with the, like the filmmaking stuff is like, I started, you know, very, very young. Maybe I was closer to like 10, not, not so young, yeah. but, um, but 10, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's Picking so up a camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got picked up a little digital camera, whatever, like my sisters, I think. And I started shooting some videos with my friends. Um, and then, you know, obviously at first it wasn't like, I know this is what I want to do. It was more like, this is fun right. and, and let me just keep doing it for fun. Eventually later though, obviously it leads to a career and everything. And it's like, wow, that's a crazy thought. Um, but yeah, right. <laughs> but very blessed, obviously. Like, and I think, you know, you're in a similar situation where, you know, you probably love dancing, right? You love oh, what yes. you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's just, it's just when you, I guess when you have, you know, enough passion for it and you have the dedication to, to keep practicing, keep getting better at something, then. It always pays off, right? Yes, you can make a career out of it, and mm-hmm. it's what I have done. So, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of uh, personal investment, and mm-hmm. you know, it sometimes does not seem rewarding. And you're, you mm-hmm. know, putting in a lot of eggs in your basket, as they would say. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you just gotta like wait it out or keep mm-hmm. going, and yeah. eventually, you're good. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you'll make a career or whatever mm-hmm. you feel out of it. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't always have to be a career. You know, for a lot of people, it. it it's a good hobby and then yeah. sometimes it's best to keep it that way because you start mixing all the like kind of the business side. You're like, am I mm-hmm. making enough money? And then it kind of poisons it a little bit, you know, it becomes a little. Exactly. Yeah. You can't have business like hurt your passion. Yeah. That's yeah. always got to be there. Mm-hmm. And um, it is hard to separate that. But, right. you know, in the end, I, you always go back to the passion. You always mm-hmm. have to check yourself, you know. Yeah, yeah. And taking breaks every once in a while sometimes helps and doing you know, diff- different things, right? It's like oh, yeah. always changing it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I kind of want to, I'm very interested obviously in how it works being a professional dancer. I mean, obviously there's probably a huge variety of different kinds of dancers that you could be. Mm-hmm. Um, where would you say that, like, how would you define yourself within the, the dancer world? Like um, kind of sub categorizing or I don't know if, I mean. Um, yeah, I mean, actually that's a very good question. I would say that I like to make my own my own space. Um, I think that everyone has a place where they fall into dance, you know, hip hop, ballet, whatever. I like to explore 
every field and every aspect of dance. So with dancing, you know, I would consider myself a uh, hip hop contemporary dancer. I like to tell a lot of stories with my moves. Mm -hmm. I like to be a very like hard hitting, um, excitable person. So I'm very out there. Um, I have Mm -hmm. a lot of jazz and ballet technique, but um, I use that for, you know, the people that really want to see technical dance but Mm -hmm. most if you want to inspire a kid to dance at five years old you know that smile on your face and just doing Mm -hmm. anything is going to really drive them to go so that's mainly me Mm -hmm. um i've explored when i say all aspects of dance i have taken um makeup classes hair classes because Mm -hmm. you have to have everything for yes, that. the whole performance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's everything. The costumes. Uh, learn how to make your own costumes. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Um, so it isn't just dancing. And um, I like to preach that a lot mm-hmm. because people that are, you know, a child that's like, yeah, I want to be a professional dancer. I'm like, okay, but you got to learn all this other stuff, mm-hmm. not just dancing. Right, right. So um, that's what yeah. I like to bring. And <laughs> I did see some stuff on your Instagram, you working with younger kids right um, oh yeah so i definitely wanted to ask you about that is that something um that you like you just do lessons for them like how does that work um so i've been a teacher for about seven years now mm-hmm. um i started at step school of dance in tampa and um thankfully i got to be their after school director as i was going through like dance college and things mm-hmm. like that or you know not dance college yeah. but making yeah, my yeah. major and um yeah oh seeing those kids faces light up at mm-hmm. dance was just amazing and definitely inspired me um and now that's just like a passion in my life where yeah i mm-hmm. want to teach kids all the time yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i saw that and it's like very very cute like just like you and oh, all yeah. the kids are you know they're they're trying you know but they're having fun that's what matters and you can see they're all happy and they're mm-hmm. all just they're all just having a good time um and then one other thing that i realized was like oh um, when TikTok came out, that must have been like such a blessing for all dancers, right? Like when 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 that just like took you know took over the internet oh, yeah. or whatever. Um, did, were you really early to just hop on that because it was like such an obvious move for for someone that already knew dancing? Yeah, actually. Um, so funny as it is, a lot of dancers that I knew, um, you know, were on the fence. Either you loved TikTok or you like you super didn't yeah. because you were like, oh, that's you know for kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I did hop on when it was musically. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's like the OG TikTok. Okay. Right before they changed its name. I actually didn't know that's what it was called before. Musically? Musically. Oh, yes. Okay. That's the, yeah, if you're real, you know that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so I did a lot of things like that. I actually um, have a lot of following on TikTok mm-hmm. because of, yeah, the kids. They love to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like to make out of the ordinary TikToks. Right. Um, Focusing on that happiness. Mm -hmm. So instead of just learning that dance and beating yourself up because Mm -hmm. no one, you know, likes it a million times. You're like focus on the views. Like your face. Make a Mm -hmm. funny face. Do something with your arms. And that has carried them so farther than focusing on, you know, am I straight? Mm -hmm. Am I this? Yeah. Which is always good to focus on technique, of Mm -hmm. course. But... Yeah, if you're not going to be a professional ballerina, you don't need to beat yourself up. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially I mean on TikTok, you know, it's like right. you get a couple of friends together, you guys all practice a little bit of choreography, and it's like mm-hmm. a great way to just obviously practice and then just make something fun out of it. You know? Oh yeah, um, I wish I had that as a kid too. Yeah. I would have probably yeah went crazy with that. Exactly. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, that's awesome. And so, are you? I guess you're still probably on TikTok, right? You're still making yes, stuff. Um, I am still mm -hmm. making my my funny TikToks, mm -hmm. um, and it's hard. You yeah. have to think of, um, you know, it's just content creation right, right. as any other. Yeah. Influencer how job. much how much time do you do you take let's say like out of a week or you know how much time do you take to actually put in um like social media like content like planning or just like shooting stuff i mean obviously when you're out and about you can do stories and all that um but do you ever like sit down and actually try to plan like content and like maybe i should create a couple posts this week or something right right um yeah i do i do take a couple of hours out of the week to mm -hmm. sit down and think about what is coming up next, anything mm -hmm. like that. I like to plan my social media around the events that I'm doing mm -hmm. and um, make sure that I'm like conscious enough to be like, okay, take a picture here, take a picture there. Um, but yeah, I guess that one's really hard yeah. for anybody. Yeah. It's juggling it is something mm -hmm. um, that's just different. Yeah. But um, yeah, I would say I take a bunch of pictures from one event or different places and mm -hmm. then yeah i'll time them out to post or um the tiktoks those are mm -hmm. um i would say just off of a whim actually yeah. i'm like what do you want what do we want let's do this and mm -hmm. we like choreograph it in a minute or i'll yeah. just be like jump and yeah <laughs> or the song will say something funny so mm -hmm. yeah we do a, a lot more naturally yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the kids love that aspect mm -hmm. of it they're like we get to make something yeah and then just being able to watch yourself do it like in oh, a yeah. video is just it's something about that is very interesting as well just like mm -hmm. recording something and just watching it you know it's like oh that's me you know it's they it's get kind of a liberated you're yeah. like yeah okay yeah let's mm -hmm. go um, and then, so then you, you obviously talked about like you have shows, you have shows kind of booked throughout till like basically the end of the year. Um, <laughs> even some next year. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so I was wondering, are you part of some groups? Do you use like agencies? How do you, do you have to audition? Like, how does that process work? How do you end up booking these shows, um, and ending up, you know, performing them? Right. Right. So yes, it is, um, the world's hardest thing, I would say, Ooh. confidence. Everyone, yeah. you know, you feel like you have confidence, but when you go out there to audition or do anything, mm -hmm. anybody can, like, get stage fright or you feel a little bit nervous or mm -hmm. anything, and it is. It's a lot of confidence. So I, um, yeah, so it's it's finding auditions and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, a lot of it is through Instagram and social media. Nowadays, it's yeah. it's all like a, a virtual resume, as I was saying. Mm -hmm. Um a lot of networking as well. You have to constantly be, you know, in the knowing of yeah. in the now mm -hmm. of like who's who, what's, what's big at yeah. now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, at auditions, it's a lot of confidence, and a lot of people like to see that you are, you know, okay with yourself in dancing. Mm -hmm. And um, yes, they want technique. Yes, they want everything like that. But if you again are like okay with yourself, they'll book you. I have tattoos you know, all up and down my mm -hmm. arm. And so many people have told me that's not going to get you booked or whatever. Right, right. And I've had directors work around the tattoos, you know, make me face a different way just because they would want to see the performance that I give or mm -hmm. anything like that. Um, I am a part of two different companies. Mm -hmm. I am a part of uh, RPD. It's called Roberto's Performance Stalls. Okay. Um, you do audition to get there. He is a jazz and um, pretty much versatile dancer. Mm -hmm. He is um, amazing because he focuses on like diversity. Um, there's a lot of just 
everybody is there. It's a melting mm-hmm. pot of dance, and nice. we can all come together and talk and bond as a team. And it's just really nice to get different aspects of the world of of dance, mm-hmm. like how this person thinks and how this person thinks. You know, it's just right. the it's a really opening experience. And so, with these production companies that are is that what they're called production mm-hmm. companies? Yeah. Um, do do they just they're the ones that are getting the shows kind of booked through them and so then if you're already part of that group then you're kind of already in the yes. show yes it's kind of like an agency mm-hmm. they kind right. of like seek these shows out for you and mm-hmm. um it does get a little competitive there are mm-hmm. times where they're like okay we just need six dancers and there's mm-hmm. 24 of us or right. you know whatever um but it's healthy competition i think mm-hmm. it makes you or it drives me to be like okay well next time I'll be like that girl mm-hmm. or I'll, yeah, you know, yeah, I got to step it up a little bit yeah. Or, or yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit like me? you said, healthy competition. It's, it's good to be surrounded by people that are constantly challenging each other and, and everyone's right. always trying to improve or whatever. And it is, it's, it's not a lot of people like dance movies and things mm-hmm. always depict like a mean girl. It's really yeah. not like that. Yeah, yeah. A lot of us are very supportive mm-hmm. and lifting each other up mm-hmm. and we'll help like, We'll tell you, yeah, girl, that probably didn't look good, but that's helping, you know? Or, well, I've told my uh, partners that lift me, yeah, you got to do it a certain way or anything like that. And the guys will take it like a champ. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I did a little bit of theater. Um, So I was a thespian in high school. Um, I went to like districts and I think actually I even went to states and Tampa or whatever. That's amazing. So I do have, you know, I have that that knowledge a little bit of like um, kind of the the inner circle of like theater people and, and all that um, really fun crowd. I mean, everyone's just super energetic, you know, everyone's yes. just and very comfortable with themselves, you know, and mm-hmm. it's weird because from the outside, a lot of people kind of judged, especially in high school, oh, right? Yeah. They judge, you know, like, Oh, the scene kids, the, yep. you know, the theater geeks or whatever. Um, but, but it was just such a like liberating, like, you could actually just be yourself rather mm-hmm. than having to pose and constantly like think about what everybody else is actually thinking. Um, and after high school, I feel like that really helped me kind of find myself and just be really confident with like who I am and like just being myself, you know, just having my my own personality rather than constantly worrying about, you know, obviously being judged Mm -hmm. and and all the other things that that come with that. Um, and then obviously the stage thing, it's, um, you know, it, so many different benefits. Yeah. Yeah. But so many different benefits you get from having that experience and kind of forcing yourself to go through like obviously stage fright and all that. Um, but then forcing yourself to actually just put yourself in front of an audience and, and having to, you know, kind of perform, you know, um, it's, I I don't know, I guess it's just, like you said, it's a confidence thing. And, Mm -hmm. um, so many people go through, you know, their early, you know, teenage years, adult years, and don't really build that, like, confidence to talk to people right you know have these like longer conversations mm-hmm. um and and i feel like that's a huge issue like um just overall that that people just oh, yeah. aren't communicating enough or learning to communicate their their thoughts properly um and so that's another reason why i'm doing this podcast is to consistently be trying to you know people better can myself. communicate yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I get that for mm-hmm. sure um yeah especially with the pandemic i would say it's uh mm-hmm. it's been it's different people don't know it what is it like socially awkward i'm like how mm-hmm. do i talk to you yeah i've yeah, been yeah. by myself for a year mm-hmm. right um yeah, that it. I would say, yeah, with dance, it's been a confidence builder. I definitely have like social anxiety mm-hmm. and everything like that. If I yeah. walk, if you told me to go to a drive-through and order you some food, I'm like, oh my god, you have to repeat it to me ten times. <laughs> I don't know. You sure cheeseburger? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But dancing in front of a bunch of people, 
is different. Um, mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say that it just instills confidence in you, but mm-hmm. it definitely helps that, yeah, like a 14-year-old, if you're going through a tough time and you don't know mm-hmm. how to like be yourself, take a dance class or take a theater class, yeah. get out of your comfort zone and it will teach you to mm-hmm. bigger things in life. You got to make a doctor's appointment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just make, even like making a phone call, something as simple as that oh, is like yeah. so many people are just terrified of calling people like, you know, professional phone calls mm-hmm. and just asking for things or, or just, they just freeze up and or they're, they're, they're like nervous about, you know, right. what they could say. I don't know, but yeah. the um, drive through lady's going to yell at me or something. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These like kind of paranoid thoughts going into your head. And anyway, doing this kind of stuff, putting yourself out there definitely it helps. helps build that kind of confidence and all that. Um, and so another thing I wanted to ask you, um, obviously you're, you're doing, um, probably like rehearsals or do you like how, what's your, what's your like week look like usually? How do you stay on top of you know, is it always just shows are currently like you're, you're rehearsing for? Is it um, you're just constantly like at studios, like practicing different things? How does that so, work? So um, as crazy as it is, um, just like doctors or teachers or anything like that, they're constantly um, going through continuing education. Mm-hmm. They're constantly learning new techniques and new things like that. As a dancer, you also... Um, I wouldn't say need to do that, but it's so useful to do that, to see the Mm -hmm. modern techniques and different aspects of those dances. So my typical week um, starts, uh, I am a Monday through Sunday, every, you know, seven days a week kind of girl. I go to different schools around the area, Mm -hmm. Osceola County and Orange County, Mm -hmm. and I teach uh, an after-school program there. So different kids will come in and we do gymnastics and dance and um, a lot of that confidence building Mm -hmm. and different games to, uh, you know, get your memory. And I've had kids come back better in school because they've made dance moves to their vocabulary words and stuff. So, (laughs) yeah. yeah, So, um, so yeah, I do that. And then I will go to rehearsal. And usually Mm. my rehearsals are Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 8 p.m. And they can last until 2 in the morning. Wow, yeah. I was at a rehearsal last night until 3 (laughs) a.m. Yep. Um, And I went to bed and then woke up, came here. (laughs) So, yeah. And sometimes I do. I have some modeling gigs that'll be early in the morning Mm -hmm. because people want like a sunrise shoot. Right, right. So, um, with that, I would say being a dancer, a lot of it is taking care of your body. Mm -hmm. You've got to be on top of that so hard. Mm -hmm. Um, With the sleep, I um, have to practice basically intermittent sleeping where you do two hours at a time. You have to know that you'll get eight hours of sleep, Mm -hmm. but you can sleep, you know, figure it out. little chunks? Oh, no. that's Just like a nurse would or... Yeah, well, nurses yeah. have 12-hour shifts, right? Actually, my wife, uh, she's actually about to become a nurse. She's nice. in her very final, like, month of nursing school right now. And so she, you know, she's basically in there. That's awesome. um, And, yeah, so they have, like, 12-hour shifts, which are obviously really crazy. Mm-hmm. But then they usually have, you know, longer periods of off time or something. Yes. Um but, but doing this, how, you break it up like that, really? You break it that up, sounds, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it sorry. does sound terrible. It gets some getting used to. Yeah, because I feel like you don't really get that, like, deep sleep. Like, what is it called? Like, REM or something, REM right? Sleep. The mm-hmm. REM sleep until, like, later in the night, like, earlier in the morning usually or something, right? right? So, so you, do you, like, like last night you said you, you were up till 3 in the morning, right? Yes. This morning you probably woke up at, like, 8, 9 Uh Yes. Or, okay. Mm-hmm. 
So, okay, but you got, you got like six hours there, maybe, right? I got yeah. um, exactly four hours. I, I, I You mm-hmm. do have to time it. It's like a weird... Do you, yeah, do you, I was going to say, do you track mm-hmm. it? Do you use anything to like, I like do an have Apple like, Watch or something? I have an Apple Watch and I have mm-hmm. a sleeper app that okay. tracks it, um, which is very helpful. You do need to time it out. Um, and it's just like going through a diet or going mm-hmm. through any kind of physical body change. Right. Um, and your body will like get there, uh, but you do have to go through that what is it, two-week period of being yeah. cranky and yeah. tired. and mm-hmm. But once you get used to it, I mean, you're pretty solid from there. It's just like a good night's sleep. Um, you do uh, think there is scientific studies about mm-hmm. how you do go into REM sleep and how it's, I don't know, better for you. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, but I would just say it helps with my schedule because it mm-hmm. does give me that me time mm-hmm. um, alongside dancing Mm -hmm. for instance if i'm sleeping you know those two hours and being able to dance i can take another two hour nap wake up and do whatever i need to (laughs) yeah it might be three in the morning it's such a crazy concept to me because for me it's always you know get as much sleep you know not oversleep oversleeping is also a problem sometimes Mm -hmm. but you know between seven to nine hours i think is is usually a really solid amount of sleep um and then just wake up and try not to nap throughout the day because for me it's like napping just kills we'll my kill energy. You. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if I if I nap during the like the middle of the day um, or even like later in the afternoon, like I'm not doing anything. You get weird, after. right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, feel I just like... stay lazy for the rest of the day. Even if I sleep in too long, you know, if I sleep until like noon ever from like you know partying or whatever I'm doing mm-hmm. the night before, um, you know, I usually just have a really hard time kind of getting started. I'm most productive usually like early in the mornings. Um, you know, I've been trying to wake up between eight and nine every morning and just kind of immediately start work. Um, just cause again, that's just when I'm most productive. And then around, you know, three, four, I start slowing down. So I, you know, take some breaks and do all that to stay productive until maybe around four or five ish. Right. Yeah. Right. But, but I guess that's, that's just totally different. Cause you have to, like you said, you have to kind of work that schedule into your life basically in the, mm-hmm. the way that that's all set up. So, because if you don't, you really won't get sleep. You yeah, won't yeah. think about it. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say it, I had a doctor recommend this to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, the first thing that they said is uh, sleep is is trained. Of course, like babies have a sleep schedule. Anything is super trained is when mm-hmm. you're growing up. You go to school and you have to sleep eight hours. So it is um, – you can you can change that. It's not yeah. a set thing. People right. are like, wait, what? Just like I'm blowing <laughs> yeah, your mind. Yeah, you're yeah. like, no, no I ain't way. doing that. Yeah. Exactly. But um, it, you can. It's the same. Yeah. You know, you'll yeah, get the, the same yeah, energy. Yeah, the human body is, is extremely adaptable. You and, just need the eight mm-hmm. or nine hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you just need to charge the battery. That's about <laughs> it, you know. Uh, but, yeah, it is it is different. And I would say definitely, like, doctor recommend have that mm-hmm. or don't do that at, like, a – nine to five mm-hmm. regular lifestyle yeah <laughs> right, right i would right. not just be like okay just do explore. it for fun yeah <laughs> yeah uh, probably not the best idea <laughs> right right um and then you touched on a little bit of like you have to just like how you have to be really on top of like your physical and your dietary like stuff um obviously being a dancer and having to stay fit all the time um do you how do you stay on top of do you also like additionally to your i'm sure you know your rehearsals and everything are workouts and everything, right? Oh my gosh. But, <laughs> but then do you also like add that to um, like a weightlifting ever or, um, you know, any kind of other exercise, cardio stuff that you just like 
go out. Um, so um, with the continuing education, mm -hmm. um, with our rehearsals, we typically have a uh, first hour would be our warm up, our stretching, anything like that. Second hour, I would say we focus mainly on that technique. Do you still have those, you know, foundation of what makes a good dancer, you mm -hmm. know, things like that. Um, and then it continues on your show rehearsal or anything like that. But um, that those first two hours definitely are very important. And um, different dance teachers, I've gone to different classes, um, and they're usually set up that way. Mm -hmm. um, even if they are an hour class, it will typically go like stretch across the floor technique. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they'll t teach you a combo or, or mm. you know, choreography. Right. Um, but yeah, those first two, those hours or minutes are very important to know what this person, what this teacher wants or what this uh, performance needs mm -hmm. and to build your education. Do you know to squeeze your shoulder blades or your mm -hmm. core? Um, in the beginning, yeah, I would say don't go crazy trying to get a dancer's body. Dancer's yeah. body is anybody's body that is literally the anybody's body you can dance whenever and um yeah don't i would say we do regimens of like weightlifting, cardio stretching mm -hmm. yes and a lot of it is knowing the anatomy of your body mm -hmm. you cannot you know assume to stretch one way and not know what your muscles are doing or what your tendons are doing right. you have to know exactly all that and that does come with um just taking a lot of classes and knowing yourself mm -hmm. um doing yoga yeah. looking at an anatomy book mm -hmm. i'm not gonna lie take a yeah <laughs> an anatomy class see where your muscles are yeah um because there's so many tiny ones you'll miss yeah and then and, you know when you start feeling like certain pains or anything it's mm -hmm. like you kind of if you don't know what's going wrong, like recently, I play soccer every every Tuesday and okay, Thursday. Yeah. Or I've been trying to, um, but recently, after one day, I you know pulled something or strained something, and I had no idea what it was. I'm pretty sure now that it was a groin strain. Um, Oof, yeah. And I don't know how bad it was. I was like, I rested for like two days, and then I tried going to the gym, doing like a leg day at the gym. That made it worse. Another two days, tried going back to soccer. That made it really worse. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like. If only I had known what it was, then maybe I would have known to just take like a week or two off. Mm -hmm. Definitely would have helped me. Um, but now I'm just like, now I'm just sitting out because I need this to heal. <laughs> you know? Right, right. It's getting bad. Um, or it's not getting bad, but it's getting it's slowly getting better. But it was, you know, stop me from doing that. Exactly and it that. And it's, and it's, yeah, helpful mm -hmm. to know exactly what you're dealing with yeah. or if this needs to be stretched or needs to mm -hmm. be rested. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, with a groin strain, exactly, it would need to be, I would say, stretched, mm -hmm. um, depending on, of course, how it works. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I've had those, oh, so many <laughs> so crazy. But yeah, yeah it is um, knowing your body. Also with the sleep uh, is the eating. You mm -hmm. gotta make sure you're eating uh, just alongside that. Right. Um, I eat constantly all day really? because the energy drain is right intense mm -hmm. and yeah you have to keep up with the uh calories you've lost the energy mm -hmm. you've lost um because it's just not healthy for you to keep running on empty right and a lot of dancers will go and be like oh no i can eat lunch later or i can eat breakfast later do not do that you're not gonna have anything your class is not gonna be top notch you no. know your brain power isn't there mm -hmm. And a lot of these energy drink companies will promote that. I'm healthy for you. You can drink this one and you'll be mm -hmm. okay. 
no. You know what I mean? You should eat at least uh, something healthy, mm-hmm. a banana. That'll get you through a 90-minute workout, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but stay on top of it. Just yeah. you got to. Yeah. And, and in that, do you uh, do you implement, like, do you have a specific kind of uh, diet that you follow? Or is it just kind of just generally trying to stay healthy? You know kind of what's good for you, you know what's not. Um, are you very are you very restrictive with what you eat? Um, like, do you fall into temptations easily or? Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I don't have any really restrictions mm-hmm. other than like uh, allergic reactions or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm allergic to, this is so weird, the casing of like sausage or hot dogs. Mm. Yes, I can have yeah. chicken, beef, pork, whatever. Yeah. But in hot dog form, forget it. The the outer like layer mm-hmm. though. So like Vienna sausages. Yeah. Anything made yeah, out yeah. of like sausage link, I can't have. Oh, so wow. that yeah. is that is pretty strange. It is really weird. So other than that, I'm not really um crazy strict on anything, mm-hmm. but I do like to stay away from a lot of um processed foods. Right. I mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, like the general like the general junk food. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, go yeah. for the bag of lays, mm-hmm. maybe go for some like almonds or pretzels. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Um, yeah, I would say a lot of healthy things and a lot of, uh, knowing, again, knowing that body, knowing what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, some people need more carbs. Some people need more, uh, just calories, straight yeah. calories. And I am one of those people. I need just straight calories. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things that I do are, um, you know, protein shakes, a lot of mm-hmm. high caloric foods, right. um, avocados, healthy fats, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if there is a chocolate bar, I won't lie. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Halloween, it's not, yeah, you forget can't, it. <laughs> you can't, um, you know, be living like totally in this like, oh, yeah. like, like very restrictive mm-hmm. mode because you know, it's sad, you know, oh, yes. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta enjoy it every once in a while. Oh yeah. And I do fall to, what is it? Like corporate marketing where everyone gets the unicorn frappuccino right and i don't want to go to starbucks but i'm like damn i want that unicorn frappuccino. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so yeah there'll be the occasional time i do splurge on mm-hmm. a sweet thing or even a crazy salty huge pretzel or something at disney right, right. Mm-hmm. nice um so one more thing i was curious was like um as far as this career right um where where do you see is there I don't want to say like there's a ceiling or anything, but like, where do you see, like, if, if everything goes well, right? Yeah. Where, where, where would you want to end up or where are you, are you happy with what you're doing now? Is it like, do you see a consistent progression? Um, how, how do you continue to build on, on where you're at? Um, yeah, I would say that there is no, not like you said, there's no really like ceiling. Right. Um, any dancer can, there's many, many different fields mm-hmm. that you can go into, but um, just with that, I like um, the thought that there is no ending. Mm-hmm. I could always be learning. You could mm-hmm. always be progressing. I, of course, with like every other dancer's dream, would love to mm-hmm. be back up Britney Spears or something. Right, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, even just living here, uh, mm-hmm. I've only been here for 10 months, actually. I came In from Tampa. Orlando? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, nice. Came from Tampa. Mm-hmm. Not too far. Right, yeah. But um, yeah, it's been such growth and getting lots of gigs mm-hmm. and shows and been very blessed to see the dance world growing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just want to keep learning and keep teaching. 
And is it is it do you see it also being really tied to the location? Because you said you came from Tampa. So how how was yes. it very different? Yes. How busy it was in Tampa versus how busy it is closer to Orlando? Of course, yes. Mm-hmm. I would say that the um, attractions mm-hmm. of Disney and SeaWorld and mm-hmm. all those big theme parks are definitely a factor um, because people all over the world are coming to right. come to yeah. Disney. Mm-hmm. So it is um, more diverse. I would Not more diverse, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. more people are coming to see you. It's the entertainment like driven kind of yes, it's, economy it's a here. big, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a big, it's what capital of Florida for the entertainment world, I right, would say. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, other than Miami, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's um, different than Tampa because Tampa was a lot of just learning that technique. You have a mm-hmm. lot of um, very beautiful serious dancers which i think was great for me to Mm -hmm. learn those serious things and learn all of that technique and real skill and Mm -hmm. learning how to harness that real skill um and then i would say moving to orlando yeah was definitely the performance aspect how Mm -hmm. are you going to put a smile on someone's face Mm -hmm. or scare them (laughs) you know make them feel whatever whatever they needed Mm -hmm. to so yeah it's been um that's just, I guess, personally, mm-hmm. but uh, I do have my heart in Tampa from teaching a lot of those um, yeah. young minds mm-hmm. and knowing that they want to dance from taking classes yeah. and doing those. Did you things. did you grow up in Tampa then? Is that where? I did or, not actually. Where'd you grow up? Ah, <laughs> I am from Bonifay, Florida. I know, crazy. <laughs> it is literally no idea where that is. One thousand people. That's wow. I'm I'm. Pretty sure that's about mm-hmm. it. Maybe five hundred more, wow. but um, it's just this little town near Tallahassee. Okay. Um, I grew up on an eighty-acre farm. So wow, you were, I, yeah, yeah you were, I grew up on a farm with some the whole the whole deal. The some whole animals, deal. Some mm-hmm. It was a dairy farm, and okay. it was um, it wasn't functioning after I was like maybe five or six. Okay. But um, yeah, we had the cows, the chickens, the mm. pigs, everything. Your, your, your parents or your family was My family. running it? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And um, every morning, yeah, we would wake up, feed the animals, and then I'd go to the bus stop. And But that yeah. was a common thing in Bonifay. It's a very Well, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you, when you said it was very small, you know, especially closer <laughs> mm-hmm. to Tallahassee up there. I mean, a lot of the cities are very, I mean. 30 not, minutes not from Alabama. Cities, right? Yeah, exactly. So you're, you're pretty much in Alabama at that point. Yes. <laughs> um, it's like the the, you know the deep south or whatever it's called the lax lac lower alabama country right 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 <laughs> makes sense right there mm-hmm. yep and um i was 17 mm-hmm. and i graduated high school and i was like you know what no i do want to be a dancer as crazy as it is my whole life as like a kid i was mm-hmm. like i'm gonna be a marine biologist so many what? people in florida just for some reason <laughs> lean into that though. right i, I was I've like heard the a lot ocean of mm-hmm. short but then, yeah, I was, you know, making up dances in the middle of class right. and I was passing, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was like, I'm going to be a dancer. So and you, I, you knew before you graduated or this is like kind of graduation? Because for me, it was also, you know, graduation was that like, now I have to decide. And then like right after I graduated, I was like, I basically have two choices. I can try to follow yep. like an engineering, like in college kind of path or whatever, or follow my passion, see how that goes for a little bit. That was my kind of plan. Right. I was like, and if that doesn't go well, then I'll go to college. And once I started my path, it was just like, 
it's done. It's been set. Like I need, this right. is, this is, there is no longer a plan B, you know, this is, this is, this it. is what I want to mm -hmm. do. That's is it similar for you. Um, yeah, I would say, yeah, that last month of where they're like, okay, graduation, mm -hmm. you know, everything like that. I was like, okay, yeah. What, what, what you going to do girl? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I definitely, um, I knew I was going to be a dancer, I think at that point, And I was like, I'm going to make anything work at least to get some kind of dance aspect. Mm. So, uh, Yes, crazy story. I was 17. I um, took off to Tampa and didn't really know anybody. I um, had like a couple of family members that I could mm -hmm. see, but they were distant. And um, I lived out of my car for like a week and I moved in you, with a you, stranger. You went, so hold on. You went there <laughs> yep. without knowing where you're going to live? Yep. <laughs> Said bye. That is so ballsy. I love that. <laughs> 17. My parents were like, what? And I was yeah. turning 18 in like a month. So I was mm -hmm. like, honestly, come get me if you wanted to. As yeah. crazy as that yeah. is. Wow. Yes. I started working at a clothes mentor, like a retail shop. Mm -hmm. And um, my boss, I had known her for like two days, thankfully, mm -hmm. um, took me in. And I lived with her for the next wow. four years. Wow, look yes. at that. That's... And we have matching tattoos together. Oh, yeah, that's an amazing story. That's so cool. And it's like whatever what every kind of like kid, especially like in that like, mm -hmm. you know, finding themselves stage is like I feel like so many people need that. Just like kind of just go out there. Um right after high school, um I had a cousin in California that was working in the film industry. Yeah. And so he kind of was the was also one of those factors that like really pushed me into like this is what I want to do um, is seeing him work you know obviously on these like big sets really professional stuff um, obviously I had no idea what I was doing there at the time but um, when I came back to Florida I was like that's where I want to be or like that's that's what, that, that's what I want to do and so just seeing somebody else do it um, just kind of opened up my eyes because before that you know everyone in my school was you know talking about going to you know some kind of university you know everything was about you know, how, what kind of degree you're going to get, how much money you're going to make, blah, blah. And I just felt like very few people were considering alternative, like different ways of like just doing things like right. just nobody or very, very few people were talking about, I'm going to try to, you know, start my own business. I'm going to try to become, you know, all these creative things. Mm -hmm. Um, and if they did, they were kind of almost like shunned almost, you know, cause right. I grew up closer to Broward, you know, this is like South Florida. So it's like, you know, very urban, um, a lot of expectations around like just kind of right. the way you're supposed to live and like mm -hmm. kind of the, the steps you're supposed to take after high school. Um, and, and I'm so glad that I did that trip to California. I stayed out there for almost two months. I lived with my cousin for, for that time and interned with his production company. And yeah, it was like a total eye opener. I was like, wow. It's like everyone in Florida or everyone that I knew and like that is telling me like, like how life is. You're like, well, like, they think like that. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> I just felt like everybody or they didn't know like the, all the different possibilities. Like life doesn't have to be so like this one single path or such an obvious like way to do things. Um, yeah. It could be whatever you want. And then like that, what you just said is like a perfect example of that is just like, you said, screw it. I'm, I'm moving out. I mean, even like super young, 17. Yeah. You're about to turn 18 and you're just like, screw it. You had no idea where you're going, but then it worked out because, it you know. You, you put the energy there. I did put, yes, I would say mm -hmm. I like manifested it. Yeah. And I did have a lot of people tell me that it was crazy. Mm -hmm. and tell me you're not going to do it. Yeah. And um, I will, it's not for the faint of heart, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say that it, yeah, if you can leave your hometown 
for a year or six mm-hmm. months, whatever, leave your hometown just to see how mm-hmm. other things work. It will be, it will do wonders for your soul yeah. because you can actually open your mind to different mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Um, a lot of people ask me like, who's my inspiration? Who, you know, wanted you to be a dancer? And as silly as it sounds, I don't really have like one set person, mm-hmm. but I do, you know, remember different people telling me, you won't be a dancer, things like that. And watching shows or just different dance groups and being like, well, how come they're up there? There's a way I can do it. Mm -hmm. You know, they made it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. That that, just seeing somebody (laughs) else do it. Um, did you actually ever meet anybody though that like after, you know, probably a little later on that, that you knew was a working professional that kind of not necessarily meant, had to mentor you or anything, but that you saw doing this as like a profession was like, Oh, it really is possible. Like now that, because when you see something on TV or something, yeah, like you get the idea that it's possible, right. but it's also this weird, you know, it's almost fictional. Oh, there's reality. Yeah. yeah like yeah, you yeah. can't, you can't mm-hmm. just do that. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would say that I, when I first moved up, I was working at that closed mentor. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the happiest because yeah. Yeah, I was working retail, mm-hmm. just trying to, you know, survive everything like that. And, um, uh, yeah, so there was a dance school, and I have never really heard of this happening before. Mm-hmm. I have, like, seen, you know, movies or things like this where this has happened, but a dance teacher at this school um, pretty much was like, I'm going to start my own company, and took every dancer, just every dancer, yeah. um, and left this studio owner completely dry. Um, I thankfully met her in just in the store and Mm -hmm. she said that she was a dance teacher she owned her own studio she was looking for people and uh her name is maureen gibson Mm -hmm. and i yeah i she took me under her wing and she was like you know what i'm going to teach you how to be a dance teacher and i went through college during the time and Mm -hmm. i got to teach at her studio and slowly she built everything back up again now it's uh run by lauren benyakov and it has 300 students. She has a Nutcracker production, mm-hmm. you know, different recitals. It's it's really nice to see that it's been built up from yeah. there and that I could see Maureen, you know, lose all that and come mm-hmm. back. I That definitely was like, okay, yeah, you can be a dancer. You can make something for yourself. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I just would like wanted to be a teacher and I was very comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Learning the a dance. dance teacher, a dance oh, teacher, correct. Yeah, okay, yes. yeah. <laughs> a dance teacher, yes, a dance teacher. Um, but growing with that and being with that company and seeing the stuff, I was like, okay, yeah, I know it's my time to be mm. a performer. And um, yeah, so I I stayed there for five years. Um, they have a cardboard mm-hmm. cutout of me actually oh. <laughs> in the back. It's kind of crazy, but um, yeah, I visit there every year. I'm still in mm-hmm. their productions, and um, yeah, I just moved to Orlando. Same thing. I was like, bye, mm-hmm. just gonna yeah. go do it, and <laughs> yeah. came here, and um, yeah, just making it's been, it's it for good. myself. I've been seeing a lot of. Uh, I follow a lot of the people in Orlando, like mm-hmm. you said, you know, networking, going in the now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I'd say I, I get what I need to get. I see it. I'm like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's going to happen. So mm-hmm. I'll meet that person or do what I need to do to get there. So. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. I mean, yeah, that's what I, I mean. So, so many times it's just 
you have to kind of put that energy out there, like you said, kind of manifested by sending a message, by by kind of reaching out and being mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, I'm, you know, a dancer or whatever, you know, just start networking, like you said. And, and yeah. uh, you know, enough of those people out there that know you, who you are and know that what you do, eventually you're going to start, you know, doing like really well or like being able to book gigs through them and through all the references and oh, all yeah. like that. Um, so now that you're, you know, you're teaching, you're doing shows, um, what, what kind of shows and like, I know you've done, you said a couple music videos as well, right? Yes. I don't know how often those are, but, um, would you say that the shows are majority of like what you would you do or is it mostly teaching and then a little um, bit of shows? I do mostly teaching. Okay. Um, that is, yes, that is the, the Monday through Friday. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm teaching every day. Um, and then my weekends and nights, mm-hmm. I would say are, yes, the like show shows, mm-hmm. rehearsals, the shows are, are different. Mm-hmm. Um, we have flash mobs coming up we had a um the immerse festival the creative Mm -hmm. city project which was really nice um yeah there are just many different things that different companies will actually be at an event and we'll see that and have an event coming up or whatever and they'll come up to me and be like okay that was really good you should you should come to our event now Mm -hmm. that is basically a lot of it. That's ninety yeah. percent of how you get a gig, or how different, mm-hmm. how our company has been going. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's been awesome. It's been very, very blessed to have those opportunities and mm-hmm. have people see those things, um, the music videos and those kind of big projects. Mm-hmm. It is auditions. Those right. are going out there, putting yourself, you know, in those comfortable uncomfortable spots mm-hmm. um but the worst thing is um the like the worst thing that they can say is no you right. can't have mm-hmm. a fear of no yeah people are going to say no to you you know all the time mm-hmm. that's okay mm-hmm. and i think that a lot of people don't want to put themselves out there so much because they are not as deserving they feel that they're not i don't deserve to have this mm-hmm. or be so confident because it's going to make this person feel less than me. Mm. Don't feel yeah. that way. Yeah. You know, I feel every, everybody's doing that same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So if you can be out there and be yourself. You don't need to have the fear of someone else being down or, mm-hmm. or above you, you know, right, right, right. the worst thing that they're going to say is no. Yeah. And what? Exactly. And you're going to get a thousand no's, you know, and exactly. that's fine. And it's, I think there was even somebody that was doing like a, like an experiment that was just like, just to build like his own confidence or whatever. Um, he went out and just like asked people like just ridiculous, like question yeah. and like thing like favors, you know, from random people and not just so that he can get one no every single day. Just always ask somebody, you know, something kind of ridiculous or mm-hmm. crazy favor and just expect the no. You know, so the next time or when you in your in those tougher situations, when you start asking for things, you're expecting the no. And when you get a yes, it's like, oh, hell yeah. You know, like that. It, there well, go. yeah, you don't know, fear it's, it. It's the expectation shouldn't be that they're going to say yes. It should always be, you know, if, when you're asking for something crazy, you know, it should exactly. be no. And then if it's a yes, then you're happier that way. It's it's and kind of like get setting what you your want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if, you know, you don't ask for things, you'll never get them. So. <laughs> oh, yes. I've many times uh, messaged uh, mm-hmm. different companies and mm-hmm. been like, how can I come to you? And many people are like, oh, that's your, you know, that's embarrassing. Why mm-hmm. would you put yourself out there? No. Worst thing they say is no. Yeah. And the, or the best thing they say is, okay, come yeah. on in. Yeah, there you go. What, what did I gain or lose? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Really from that. So uh, it is, it's been a 
a journey with that and seeing mm-hmm. people and me telling other people, you can tell me no, because people won't also want to tell you no. They'll That's be like, true. they'll dodge it in every qu- way because mm-hmm. they don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's, it's better on both sides, just, yeah, just flat you know, out. Yeah, you know, just say what you got to nice. say. Be nice, but... You right, know. <laughs> don't be rude about it, of course. But yeah, if you have like an actual opinion and you say no or mm-hmm. you think that's different... Yeah, it is. It does come to a lot of communication, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like everybody, you know, yeah. has their own way, and we all work on it differently. Right. As we were saying with the pandemic and stuff, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it. I would. I like to be an advocate of do what you think is good mm-hmm. for you. You know, take your time, sleep differently, yeah. eat differently, <laughs> yeah. because you'll live a happy life that you want, mm-hmm. not like you said what everybody else expects. Right. 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 So. Um, yeah. going back to the pandemic thing, how, how was that for you? I mean, obviously it's probably, you know, awful and like not being able to perform or not being able to really work. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you didn't see your students for months probably. Um, and were you just, did you find any kind of like recluse in maybe like social media, just doing more of those kind of videos? Um, what did you do to kind of just get through that? that whole yes. Pandemic? Oh my gosh. So yeah, I will say that <laughs> was a hard time for any mm-hmm. performer, any entertainer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I sat down and cried for the Broadway dancers because I was just like, no, they work so hard. Um, But a lot of companies and a lot of dance studios did um, Zoom Mm -hmm. and did virtual uh, classes and things like that. It was uh, very amazing to see the dance community opened up so much. Um, ABT, the American Ballet Theater, they, Mm -hmm. they had open classes. You could watch their classes. There was different um, places that were offering free things that you could do. It was it was amazing that yeah. uh, resources you could have during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I taught virtually in my garage, mm-hmm. hot than ever, and yeah. my phone would overheat. And we'd have technical problems, and <laughs> you'd have the one. And I'm sure, like every yeah. teacher, I would. And you'd have a five-year-old class and they're like, Miss Mariana, look at my dog. <laughs> and I'm like, we're trying to turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's this year that I would say, of course, yes, last year was, you know, crazy awful and was affected. But mm-hmm. this year is, is harder um, because of those dancers that did have a Disney job mm-hmm. or an Orlando Magic job. You're on the same level now. Mm-hmm. We all have to start from scratch. Right. So because everything went down. I so see. it can be very intimidating. You mm-hmm. in an audition and you're standing next to a Miami Heat dancer and you're like, oh, ha <laughs> I've been in my living room for the past year. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Um, and I, it makes me sad because I'm like, am I really on your level? Do you, mm-hmm. you know, um, but it's nice to see that we're all getting the same opportunity in the mm-hmm. same way. Yeah. And um yeah. It's kind of reshuffled maybe a little bit. And, it reshuffled for yeah, sure. Yeah. And you see different people get gigs and I um, feel way more like proud and happier for them mm-hmm. um, because you know their potential. You know what they can do and you, right. you can see that they're getting a music video and you're like, that's mm-hmm. amazing for you, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, yeah. And like I said, it shuffles out. You see new people. You're mm-hmm. getting to network in a better way because um, you see the small fish and the big fish. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so one thing that, you know, you, we've mentioned uh, over a phone call was that you did have breast cancer, correct? Yes. Um, so 
uh, I don't know how long ago that was, but what, what could you just explain? Of course. Yes. Um, when, so in 17 years old, I did have that decision of leaving. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and this is, I guess, where my whole philosophy has kickstarted and the whole Mm -hmm. confidence and things like that was, um, I did get really sick. Um, I, ended up going to the hospital and finding different, you know, cysts and things like that mm-hmm. and finding out um, the horrible news. This was when um, you were still... I was 18 years 18, old. Yeah, wow. I was 17, 18, just around that area. And I remember being in a sonic bathroom, um, getting very ill, and remember thinking, no one's really going to save you, you know? And that can be mm-hmm. very dreadful, like, mm-hmm. oh my God, no one's going to save you. But... It's also a solace. No one's coming. No one's mm-hmm. going to come and pick you up off the floor. You know, you got to do it. Yeah. Do you care about yourself? Do you really love yourself to you can do it, right. you know? And I and I did. So I mm-hmm. picked myself off the floor and with that energy and things like you're saying, I think I manifested that no, you can you can have a good life. This is not going to bring you down. Mm-hmm. Um just like no one's going to save you, no one's going to judge you. No one's going to be there on the last day that you, you know, go go wherever you need to go. Um, it's going to be you. You're right. with your thoughts, your regrets, your everything. Mm-hmm. So make it what you want. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I stopped caring with like a lot of people think because yeah. um, if you aren't going to help someone at their worst, why would you love them at their very best? Yeah. You got to accept all of that person. I. In that's what I guess I gathered from that yeah. sonic bathroom. No, that makes, I mean, it makes total sense. And I feel like a lot of um, people that, that have found like success in certain passions and like that, I feel like it always not starts, but there's always, you know, those like, like really big challenges mm-hmm. that have been placed in front of them. And, you know, that's like, you know, the common thread I see with, with people that, that have become successful and things like that is that they just, they, instead of kind of cocooning or kind of becoming down on themselves, expecting others to kind of come and save them, like you said, it's, you, you have to realize that, yeah, you got to take that first step and you got to bring yourself up and you got to continue to push forward. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the challenges are going to always be there and you're always going to have to, um, basically just meet them, you know, and, and face them and, and kind of overcome them somehow. So, right. um, you know, obviously I don't know how long that process was for you. Um, you know, but you overcame it and now is it, com- was it, are you completely We're completely or? good. We're all, yep. I'm we're really doing fine. Um, yeah. So there's still, you know, some side mm-hmm. effects and things that you still have mm-hmm. to do. I still have to go to the doctor all the time, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's very, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, I will say it's been in my family for many generations and that is why I got it so young I was able mm-hmm. to catch everything so young um my grandmother my aunt a lot of um them have you know gotten mastectomies mm-hmm. things like that so um it's just unfortunately in my family right. genetics mm-hmm. um because a lot of people ask me like what you're 17 yeah and, I was like that's that is very young I yes mean, from, from what I've heard mm-hmm. so. um so just like anybody in the world says get checked early mm-hmm. no matter what you feel something weird go yeah don't yeah, yeah. care you know as much as it people like don't want to get a cost or a bill mm-hmm. you can figure it out yeah um and you know touching back on the no one wants to save you it's not that no one really wants to save you it's the fact that you know again everyone likes to go inward and how am I going to benefit myself and so people will definitely help you if they know 
there's something worth saving, something worth you can mm-hmm. do. Not just for them, but something mm-hmm. for you or yeah. anything like that. If you come to them broken, crying, and you begging for them to help, mm-hmm. they're not likely to help. But if you're like, hey, I do need some help, but I'm going to get it better. I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm doing this. Yeah. People will be like, oh, yeah, here here you go. I will yeah. help you with anything. Showing that initiative, just showing that you're... you're just gonna, showing that mm-hmm. you're like okay and you can admit that you need help Mm -hmm. or you know anything like that don't have so much pride or Mm -hmm. take your pride so down that you're begging somebody um and that's where i feel like a lot of people do go down a hole of uh Mm -hmm. you think yeah i mean the whole the whole medical (laughs) thing is terrifying i i recently broke my arm not too recently now almost two years ago um but yeah i completely broke my girl (laughs) (laughs) i broke uh my humor like i basically in half um and so i had to get some plates or whatever i was uninsured it was a really Mm -hmm. tough time obviously to go through um but but obviously now it's like um, obviously, I had to go to the hospital, and I'm really yeah. glad that I got all the medical attention. Um, this hospital right here, the Advent Health right here down the yeah. street, is, is was great. <laughs> um, and they did have like a financial like aid program mm-hmm. that helped me work throughout the bills. So I have a little bit, but you know, okay. what are you gonna do? It's it's. There's a lot of yeah. um, nonprofit organizations. Mm-hmm. That's really how I got through it. Was yeah. just doing your research. Yeah. And knowing, um, you know, women's foundations men's foundations mm-hmm. there's so many places that can help you mm-hmm. and um i think that's what really it is it's like doing mm-hmm. your research not just sitting and wallowing and being like okay what am i gonna do you know come up with a plan what are you gonna do even if it's small even mm-hmm. if your next step is like okay just go get some water or mm-hmm. breathe yeah that's making that's your first step of actually like okay, you're bettering yourself of mm-hmm. you're calming down. You're going to think mm-hmm. of something. You're going to be all right. You know, mm-hmm. you'll make a plan. Um, being uninsured and being in a medical place, mm-hmm. especially an emergency like that, yeah. scary as hell. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure you, yeah, you calmed yourself mm-hmm. down. You're like, it is what it is. It's happening. Yeah. In and- the moment, there was just, I mean, there was obviously the first couple hours at the hospital when they were realizing like, oh, it was broken. Because at first I didn't even know what was wrong. I was what? like, maybe it's just dislocated. I, I had no world. idea. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was arm wrestling and it snapped. You were arm wrestling <laughs> and it snapped? Okay. What? Okay. I will say. It was I... like peak like 21 absurd like stupidity, but. Stop. I'm never yeah. going to arm wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I said, I'm never going to arm wrestle. Yeah, don't. No. I don't think anybody should. I mean, there was lots of things that we did that. Even like when you're normally arm wrestling. You oh, don't, I'm don't sure. Arm. Yeah. Anyway, um, mistakes. You're right. <laughs> Learn from them. Um, but but yeah. So in the first couple hours, yeah, it was just kind of slowly settling in. Just like how big of an issue it was. Like obviously it's my right arm. Like how am I gonna film stuff? You know, my work. All this. Oh, all yeah. these things go through your head. But then, you know, after about you know after the first night at the hospital, I was just like, there's just nothing I can do at this moment other than just focus on getting better you know, following whatever the doctor tells control. me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look at look at what is under your control and just, you know, because you, you shift your perspective a little bit and it helps you get through those really tough moments um, a lot rather than just consistently like thinking about all the negatives, all the doubt, right. all the all the horrible impact that it's going to have because, you know, you get lost and then you, you just go into a deep depression and that's not, Ex- exactly. not helpful. You know, it's not helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever in those like moments... So I'm, I'm trying to like sneak this into the conversation. You're and, fine. And, you're fine. Um, 
the pagan thing. <laughs> yes, you're good. You're okay. good. I was literally going to bring that up, actually. Um, so, yeah, I mean. So, so um, obviously, I don't know if you were religious at the moment or in, during that period. So my grandmother mm -hmm. and my um, my family is pretty religious in the uh, pagan religion, uh, mm. which doesn't mean that we're all witches or right. anything like that. It just, um, I would say it follows a lot of the Buddhist um, mentality. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot about the universe and um, what you put out, you know, you get back, mm -hmm. things like that. A lot of the things that I've been preaching, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but it did, it did get me through a lot. Um, I think a lot of um, people harness that energy of like, if I do wrong, I'm going to go to the wrong place. Or if mm -hmm. I do good, I'll go to a better place. Don't put that burden on yourself so hard because mm -hmm. Yeah, you'll be stressed out your whole life, in my, you know, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But uh, a lot of it is if you aren't being harmed right now, then you're okay. You mm -hmm. have to focus on what you have right now. Do you have a roof over your head right now? Mm -hmm. Are you okay? You Then you're fine. Anything from the past or anything in the future has either happened or hasn't happened. So mm -hmm. you don't need to think about that. It's out of your mm -hmm. control. So, um, yeah, that has helped me a lot, mm -hmm. uh, through every sickness, every trial. Mm -hmm. Um, and I won't say that, you know, mental health gets any easier. It's definitely an ongoing thing. Just like you get sick and roll your ankle, you, you have to yeah. rest. And, um, yeah, I do have a therapist. I do go to therapy and things like mm -hmm. that. Um, so it's still an ongoing thing, but I do incorporate a lot of my religion in those, uh, ways of just it's okay settle yourself yeah. you're here for a a good time not a long time you know <laughs> so you. yeah like <laughs> um do do you ever meditate like do you yes. like practice like i know you just said you, you have therapy and things like that um then yeah meditation also meditation for sure i have the headspace app okay yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes nice. mm -hmm. boop, boop. and um i do that every morning and every night yeah it definitely mm -hmm. helps um during those times of what is it like freak outs or mm -hmm. um depression or anything like that and i also think that it helps you become more aware of your body mm -hmm. um in the morning or at night or anytime that you meditate um yeah I, I do think that that's a very big practice also with um the paganism thing it goes yeah meditate calm what's in mm -hmm. the moment yeah not mm -hmm. in the past or anything um a lot of breathing exercises i do yeah. a lot yeah. of those uh to just not just to calm myself, but to mm -hmm. just know that you're alive, know that you're there, mm -hmm. um, get you through your day, check yeah. in with yourself. Because yeah, I was say, yeah, yeah, that mental clarity and just like going through, sorting all your thoughts out, and oh, yeah. just go, reflecting kind of what you've been doing recently and how that's impacting, um, you know, like where you're at and like kind of just your physical and everything. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I definitely always recommend it. I feel like not enough people do it um because it, it's it's difficult to just sit down and try not to do anything oh yeah um you know we're all about productivity these days and like if you're not doing stuff then you know you're not making progress or whatever and yes but you gotta balance that you know you gotta you balance, balance it's always it's always about finding that balance um between staying productive and and you know taking those moments for you know family time for for things that you really yeah, enjoy yeah and then being able to check in and, and find that mental clarity, I think is super important for long-term success. Right? right. And like I said, yeah, people, a lot mm -hmm. of, um, they focus on 
they got to provide for their family or they got to provide for someone else or even just for themselves. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, what am I going to eat for dinner? You know, they always are going and you do, you need to check in with your body mm-hmm. and check in with yourself of like, is this a healthy lifestyle? Is this mm-hmm. okay? Or anything um, that makes you feel uncomfortable, I would say. Just be like, okay, is this really, is my anxiety protecting me or is it, am I just getting anxiety? Yeah. Am I yeah. just, you know, happening? Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh and then, okay, so just because, so this pagan religion is very fascinating to me. I, yes. I wish I had done a little more research before the show. But um, so growing up, you said that you were a religious family, meaning that did you guys, I don't know what the. My like, grandmother mm-hmm. had an altar, um, which is a basically like, uh, yeah, a, what, what is it? an yeah. altar mm-hmm. um and you would give up like offerings yeah mm-hmm. offerings and things like that to different deities and it's a lot of like your ancestors mm-hmm. and um you, you ever saw the movie coco uh it's uh, about the, the mexican yes. guitar thing? Uh-huh. Okay. Right. i haven't seen the actual full movie but i know of it yeah right um it's it's has an ofrenda where they put their mm-hmm. family's pictures up and they celebrate the day of the dead mm-hmm. it's basically like that but Forever, you know, all okay. year long, you're nice. always looking at your ancestors. You're always mm-hmm. seeing what they did, how they helped you, how you can change the course of what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's very nice. My grandmother had a lot of, um, she's really deep into right, it, I right. would say. She's mm-hmm. amazing. And um, she has like a lot of practices and she does a lot of rituals and things and like that. Where, um, where is your ancestry from? Um, we are from Venezuela. Oh, so, yes. really? Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's not what I was expecting. Not expecting it <laughs> all. I know. I look like a little white girl. <laughs> Makes sense now that Mariana is kind of like a Spanish name, right? Uh-huh. Mariana yeah. Gonzalez. Yeah, exactly. Go- yeah, Gonzalez is the yeah, very Spanish last name. So, yes. um, but is that both your parents? How do they end up on a farm in Tallahassee? Wow. right. <laughs> okay. Yep. So, in Venezuela, uh, we lived, uh, again, it was like a farm, but it wasn't a dairy farm it wasn't like an animal kind of farm mm-hmm. it's just like a huge space and we'd had horses right. and we could ride there um uh, venezuela you know they have god love them but a lot of different political problems a lot of different of things yeah, yeah. happening mm-hmm. there and um just at the time my parents um had met each other and everything was copacetic and um the farm got taken away from us so at the time, uh, I have an uncle who is deaf, and mm-hmm. um, my grandmother wrote a letter to um, the embassy over here and everything like that, and she got us all to come over to America because mm-hmm. of my deaf uncle. Okay. He needed um, medical care and things like mm-hmm. that. So I don't know how we ended up in Bonifay, Florida, <laughs> but <laughs> I think the farm aspect yeah. was really nice to them mm-hmm. and they thought that you know we really could and it was it was a functioning dairy farm mm-hmm. for a long time and um yeah i think that that's what they wanted to do my mom at the time uh, had my older brother at 15 years old wow yes yeah, so he was um little baby mm-hmm. and she became a uh, pharmacist so she went to school and mm-hmm. was, this is all now in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. Oh, all wow. Become, going to school and being a farmer mm-hmm. and... Being a mom. Yeah, and being a mom. And so oh my God. she's definitely my, like, inspiration. She yeah. does some 
silly stuff. I come here and think I have hard things to do, and she's out feeding chickens every morning <laughs> and then giving people medicine, <laughs> saving their lives. Yeah. I'm like, what? It's it's good to have you know a little bit of that insight into it because you know mm -hmm. it's 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 totally different, but you know having just more of that uh, experience, I think it's also just useful, right. just knowing oh, there's just. There's people that have to wake up every morning and do actual like hard labor mm -hmm. and, and then you know you get to go, go dance you know? right so, exactly so it's like, again just reminds you how blessed we are to to be able to do this stuff for a living oh yes um well that's a, that's that's a very fascinating ancestry family image and then also just the fact that somehow in venezuela they they were already pagan there or like I guess um so. yes my grandmother wow. uh has always just had that belief mm -hmm. and everything like that yeah. i think that uh she grew up catholic and okay yeah um, that make, that's more in line a mm -hmm. lot of my um family members are like are still catholic and right, have right. grown up catholic and things like that but um and my grandmother has a pendant of jesus on her um because it, one of the deity is one of our things um mm -hmm. so you still you don't ignore anybody else it's not about um teaching a lot of people are mm -hmm. like no just like come to my religion this is what we're doing or this yeah. is what we're about it's not it's not like that it's you know that self validation of you're okay you can do mm -hmm. what you need to do yeah you can yeah do i can see i can see like the resemblance with the buddhism and everything like yeah it's yeah. very <laughs> it's not it's not down your throat trying to push this message or trying to give you like rules that you need to follow mm -hmm. it's more like this is this is kind of a thought you know just telling you <laughs> yeah. about it you can yeah. take it or leave it kind of yeah thing. yeah exactly mm -hmm. it's you know some wise people have spent a lot of time thinking of these yes. things and they found out that you know Sometimes it's better to just let go, not focus on the material and do. Oh all yeah, that. yeah. At one point, I was so I also grew up Catholic, you know, being Spanish. Um, and and yeah, and then uh, I don't know. I had a decent, you know, upbringing with like the Catholic system or whatever. Yeah. But then at one point, I was just like, I learned too much about science, and I wanted to be a rebel. So I was just right. like, I kind of started confronting my mom. I'm like, no, no, this is real, and kind of, you know, kind of dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get it. Um, <laughs> and you know, she would. She she's very religious, and uh, and then I started kind of considering myself almost like an atheist at one point. Yeah. Um, but I was I, I had no idea what I really want. Now at this point, it's like. I'm still technically, I guess, Catholic. I was baptized to the whole confirmation and everything. Um, but now I kind of consider myself somewhat of a Buddhist. Um, yeah. Even though I don't, I can't say I fully am just because, you know, I right. don't like practice anything. Right. But Buddhism is one of those things where it's like you don't have to really, don't. There, there are no things that you need to follow to it's become a Buddhist. It's your thought process. Yeah. It's exactly. not. It's, mm -hmm. it's a lifestyle almost. It's just, it's just what you do. Just and don't be a dick. Yeah. Well, yeah. Be, true, be a nice religion. person. <laughs> Be nice, you know. It's like yeah. that, that. That simple, really. Um, and yeah, so thank you again for for coming on. I mean, this has been, I think, of course, really yes. awesome conversation. I hope anyone listening, if they're you know trying to get into dancing and all that, you know, hopefully they yeah. they, they were able to get some out of this. Do you want to leave um, anyone that's listening that wants to become a dancer any kind of advice, last words of wisdom as um, far as like for like anyone starting off or, or you know maybe obviously probably a younger person or. Someone that maybe is, has been doing it for a little while, but is trying to break into the professional world. Um, you know, just leave some last words. Of course. Um, I guess my best advice is just do it. Just go out mm -hmm. there and, yeah, live your best life and don't have anybody judge you. I mean, you're going to have everyone in the world judge you. And mm -hmm. at one point, yeah, you might think that you're wrong and literally everyone <laughs> is telling you you shouldn't do this. Mm -hmm. But... 
go ahead. I mean, if you think that that's the right thing, you should do it. Like mm -hmm. I said, I got hand tattoos. <laughs> I have, you know, all these crazy things. And if you have that energy and that goodness in your heart, it will be there for you. You mm -hmm. will, it will make it. There's room for everyone in this world. Mm -hmm. um, the, you know, businesses and things like that. I think just go for it. That's just mm -hmm. the best thing. Have awesome. that confidence. Find it in yourself. You can do it, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love the, the positive message. Um, do you want to leave also everyone just like possible? Uh, I don't know if you want to invite them to shows or just your Instagram handle, anything. Oh, yeah. Um, my Instagram handle is at underscore MK Gonzalez with two Z's. And um, yeah, I mean, anything. I am all around Orlando. Mm -hmm. I am, you know, very crafty, very handy. If you need your hair done, your makeup done, your music done, I got mm -hmm. you. So right. yeah, anything around me, you can message me. I'm there. <laughs> Sounds good. Again, thank you so much for coming on. It was a pleasure talking to you. And I hope everybody has a wonderful day. Love you. Bye. Bye.